Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Luke Combs will be in later this morning, so it'll be good to see old Luke Combs here in studio. I want to run something by you guys, because you're all parents. So I have a friend. She's mom, but she's going back to work. And so, and she has a a very young child, and she's going to put him in a school during the day as she goes to work. So she's like, hey, I got sent this contract for this school. Let me read to you what the contract says, and you tell me, for those of you that have young children especially, if this sounds like it's acceptable. I agree that neither of my children will bring any claims of any kind against this place and its employees as a result of injuries, expenses, or damages that I or my child may suffer in any way related to the use of the facilities, toys, other children, teachers, or the like. This waiver applies to all claims, whether known or unknown, present or future. Is that normal? I have no That's idea. A good question. It sounds like it's like, all right, give us your kids and your money, but whatever happens, happens, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not responsible. Like, roll the dice. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's pretty standard, but I don't know. So, uh, Lunchbox, I know you have young kids, young, young kids. What do you think about this? Yeah, I don't know about releasing them from everything, because what if a teacher hits your kid? Like, they would be responsible for that. So, like... When you're reading that out loud, it to me says, hey, we're not responsible if anything happens to your kid. Or if we leave the door unlocked and your kid wanders down the street, (laughs) we're not responsible. I know there are certain things that we sign like, okay, you know, if a book falls on their face, we can't sue them. Get it. But that seems a little extreme to me. Well, is it worth not 
putting your kid in this place. No. It's not worth it because there's daycares are so hard to come by. You just got to put them in. Just sign, sign it. it. Just sign it. You know what I mean? Just sign it and pray. <laughs> good pray. care. Good care is hard to find. I mean, really, good care is hard to find. Let's be real. So you would, at, your legal advice would be? To go ahead and sign it. Because and if you get a good lawyer, they'll find a way through it. Eddie? Yeah, I've never signed one of those before. But it's, I mean, it's so sad to me that I guess, I mean, they must have history or or they've heard stories of where they just really need to protect themselves by putting out this release. I'm with Lunchbox, though. Just sign it. I mean, I've heard these waiting lists on daycares are, like, super long. Oh, hmm. I would call and have a conversation. It is part of a contract, and I'm sure it's a non-negotiable part of a right. contract. Right, oh, yeah. but I just want some answers. Like, when did y'all add this in and why? And <laughs> what happened? The deal? <laughs> and, but if they answer all those mm-hmm. and it's still there. Yeah, then I guess sign according it. to these guys, it's hard to find good care, so sign it. I yeah, mean, it's the- tough because you got your kids a little older. My kids are older, so yeah. yeah, I didn't have to deal with any of this. They went straight to school school, and I definitely don't have to sign that. No, they don't <laughs> do that at school yeah, school. Yeah, daycare <laughs> was like a two-year wait. I mean, there was people on the waiting list that weren't even pregnant. This is like a daycare slash school. Okay, yeah, I'm telling you, just sign it. <laughs> just sign it. Guys, like, kids are like rubber, rubber band. They bounce back real quick, so just just sign it. Unless I mean, they go true. out that front door, like, though. If they go out that front door. My well. nephew got ran over once. Nothing was wrong with him. I mean, I know that that can okay. happen and be tragic. I don't want to make light of that, but it, it did happen to him. Okay, I'm going to tell her that you two. We said sign it? Sign it. Lunchbox and Eddie said sign <laughs> it. Five, Eddie. Amy, you too, right? Yeah, but I call and I go over it a little bit more, and then yeah, sign, sign it. away. Sign it. It's that hard to get into a daycare or school yes. in some places. It's insane how hard it is. Is it good ones or any of them? Any of them. So even yeah. the bad ones are a little, little tough. Yes, all even the bad ones. Luckily, you know, I was famous, so we got in. Okay. Okay. Ah. All right. All right. Well, did you tell them who you were? Oh, they knew. That's he not what I asked. Did you write it on your page? Yeah, I wrote it on my page. What do you write exactly? Uh, you just say a little bit about your parents. Like, okay, my name, my name, employer. It asks what you do. And I put the Bobby Bone Show. Do you do your real name or Lunchbox? No, I put my real name, but then they under that I put Lunchbox, the Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> and let's just say there was buzz when we went and toured that uh, place. Okay, so how do you answer that question on these forms? Because I always feel weird and I put like media... Radio. No, you got to put the Bobby Bone no. Show. That's the name that people recognize. Oh, that's what I do. What? Yes. Oh, for I don't. sure. Are you know? crazy? Never. Why not? I don't do use that? the name Bobby Bones, <gasps> and I don't use the Bobby Bone Show. And if it asks me what I do, I put entertainer. Yeah. Really? Why mm-hmm. do that's they weird. do that? I'm And they use my name. That's what's. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the company. It's the name of the show, isn't it? <laughs> no, no. It's the one no. that drives the bus. <laughs> it's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I was sitting in a restaurant waiting for my mobile order to be ready for pickup. As I sat, two teenage girls walked in. One went to grab a cup of water while the other looked at the mobile pickup shelf. As the water girl returned, the other whispered to her, which one do you want? They stood together, looking at the shelf for a bit, then grabbed a bag and left. They didn't order the bag that they took. I feel like an accomplice since I watched and did nothing. Also, per a previous caller, not my circus, not my monkeys, not my problem. Anyway, what would you guys have done? Thanks. Signed, Eyewitness. Mm. 
that's the new that's the new teenage scam. That there's no dine and dash anymore. It's just walk in, shelf and grab. Yeah, and they almost make that too easy. Shelf and steal. Yeah. I told you guys it's simple. They you did. They don't oh, ask yeah, names. Oh yeah, you did. That is your thing. That but he's not. Thing. He's forty years old. He's not a teenager. No, but I understand. But I told you guys that they started putting the orders out in front of the counter where you don't have to ask for it. Yeah. So it's just too come easy. and take whatever you want. No, it's grab not and come and take whatever you want. It's not. That's not what grab and go is either. So what would you have done if you were her? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I would have done. Probably nothing because I don't want to go, they're stealing. And they're like, no, my name is Becky. Then you look and like And then the I idiot. look like an idiot and I'm accusing somebody of stealing. Yeah. I don't think that I would have said anything. I would love to be like, yeah, I'd have stood up for what's right. <laughs> I don't I don't think I would have. Amy? But also not saying anything, it doesn't make you an accomplice. That's true. So And she feels that way. So you... The, the listener did nothing wrong. If anything, if you feel like you just wanted to like make sure you said something, you could go to the manager and be like, hey, heads up, I would just keep an eye on your orders because I think some kids are coming in and taking stuff. Or you could have said, hey, I call after they're gone, be like, hey, I think someone just came and grabbed an order that wasn't theirs. So heads yeah. up, guys. Like You could have done that, but you didn't do anything wrong. And I don't think I would have mm-hmm. tried to been a vigilante. I don't want yeah. to be the Batman you know, of Chipotle. Up to go order. I feel yeah. like the to go order people, they have to know that this is just the like the odds are if you're going to get stolen here and there. Lunchbox? Oh, I got no problem with it. I've just been like, man, that's what teenagers do. We did that when we were kids. What? You know? what, I mean, would, what would you do if you, you saw it happening and you could even stop it? I would be like, you'd help smart. Them? Yeah, I'd be like, here, I'll, I'll create a distraction. <laughs> oh I'll hold my. the door for yeah, you. Yeah, here, here. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> You did nothing wrong, and we wouldn't have done anything differently, honestly. Yeah. So you're all good, eyewitness. But we're not agreeing with Lunchbox. We're not agreeing with Lunchbox. Don't, yeah, no, we're, we're, not on we're all three on the same team. No, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, thank you for your email. If you want to email us, Morgan, what do they do? <laughs> Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Everything is better electrified. Hyundai has the widest range of electrified vehicles on the market, including the first ever Tucson, and Santa Fe plug-in hybrid EVs. Electric when you want it, gas when you need it. Visit a Hyundai dealer or learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Amy's Fun Fact Friday coming up in a second, but I have a version myself. Fun Fact Friday Chicken Facts. Okay. (laughs) Brought to us by Tractor Supply. Nice. Number one, chickens can distinguish between more than 100 faces of their own species. Really? Chickens lay different colored eggs. Yeah. There are some breeds of chicken that lay green, blue, and pink eggs. Man, if I got a pink egg, I'd be a little concerned. I'll think something was wrong inside the chicken. Because sometimes when I lay an egg and it's not, and it's pink. You don't lay eggs. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> You're like, something's wrong. Okay, I got you. Chickens have one multi-purpose hole. Mm-hmm. They do everything. Multi-purpose. Hole. Yeah. Whoa. One hole. Chickens experience rapid eye movement sleep, which means they dream just like we do. Wow, that's cool. So cute. And then finally, chickens are just like human mothers who talk to their babies in the womb. A mother hen begins to teach calls to her chicks before they even hatch, which is crazy. Tractor Supply, thank you for supplying us with that. Tractor Supply carries tons of different types of chickens. Huh? With different breeds in store each week. And sometimes you can get a chicken lace blue egg. That's cool. Shop now online or in store and on the Tractor Supply app. All right. Well, I did my chicken facts. Let's go over now and do Fun Fact Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Amy? Well, this one kind of falls in the category. It's not chickens, but it's cows. Here we go. Number five. Number five. Cows get excited when they solve puzzles. 
They solve puzzles? How do they know a calculus? Well, it's started? obviously studies are being done. Like, you know, universities. Like, fun fact, I was an ag major in college, and one of my labs where I got credit for was out on a chicken farm and then also would work with on cow farms, dairy farms, different things. Like, I would go out. And so I'm sure they do different experiments. And well, what, what kind of puzzle learned, do they do? Yeah. I don't know is the it details. Crossword or is it jigsaw? That's good. That's good. Sudoku. Oh, they, that's a tough one. I don't think Cal can do that one. Yeah, go ahead. Number one. <laughs> but regardless, when they've conducted these experiments, whatever the puzzle may be, they notice excitement in the cows, mm-hmm. which oh. I think is cool. There's, there'll be a beef you can buy at some point, excited cow, because you know. <laughs> excited cow beef. Well, they have like the Wagyu. Yes, massage which They're beef. massaged the whole time. And now it's like, we get our cows excited six times a day. <laughs> <laughs> they do puzzles. Hey, maybe if you eat that beef, then you're better at puzzles. <laughs> maybe so. Number four. Most elephants weigh less than a blue whale's tongue. Let me think about this. Most elephants weigh less than a blue whale. Wow. A heck of a tongue. Another yeah. way to say that it would be that most blue whales' tongues are heavier than an elephant's. That would be another way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, what Amy. What is happening right now? All right. Number three. When servers at a restaurant draw happy faces on their bill, their tips increase up to 20%. Oh, that's cool. So if you're a server and you're listening right now, start drawing those happy faces. It's on the ticket. You just put a happy face, you hand it to them, and boom, you might get extra money in your tip. You know why? Because we feel like they're nicer. Yeah. Like, they left us with a positive image. They did more than what is normally done. And you're just like, oh, they must be a pretty bright person because they drew a smiley face. That's pretty good. That happens to me sometimes. And I never really put it together, but I do feel that way. I'm like, oh, look at that. They must be a pretty good person. I bet guys, too, think they're flirting on them, so they're like, ooh, more tip. You think if a girl draw? Mm, yes. I never thought that. When I was younger, I used to think that. No, you still do. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Number two. The flag that the Apollo 11 astronauts planted on the moon came from Sears. A NASA employee bought it off the shelf for $5.50 right before the mission. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> oh. Do they still have the flag? Did it make it? I mean, I wonder if a f- it's it, on the moon. No, it's up there, dude. They planted it there. Uh, got yeah, it. but they didn't bring it back. They didn't no, leave it. no, I think they it's left the it. They did it for a picture. So isn't that littering? Oh, oh, good point. Yeah. I thought they may have planted it, picture, and then got it out and took it back. No, they keep them up there. Uh, I wonder if it lasts, like how long until yeah. the moon air blows it away. Okay, well, I'm not very environmentally friendly, but okay. <laughs> Number one. When you earn a PhD in Finland, you don't just get a diploma. You also get a hat and a sword. It's called the doctor's sword, and it's a symbol for the scientist's fight for what he or she in rigorous research has found to be good, right, and true. And mostly I brought that up because Bobby's getting his PhD. No, I'm not. I'm getting an honorary doctorate. It's not a PhD. It's very different. <laughs> it's not a PhD in any way. It's not a PhD. It's not a PhD. I wonder if you're going to get a sword. No, he's not. No. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> but you're going to get something. You're going to get the... I will wear a cap and gown. That will get, get a sash. That's so ridiculous. And I'll do a little speaking. Yeah. Like, what all are you going to get? That's oh, what no. we need. To, we need a list of the things that you're going to get. Have you already got fitted doctorate. for your cap and gown or do you just show I think you just show up. Isn't it one size fits all? I don't know. Cap won't be. Doctorate. Have you seen my head? Yeah, big the head. Big body. Head. It's humongous. All right, Amy. Thank you for your fun facts. Fun fact Friday. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. Darius Rucker released a new song. It's called Same Beer, Different Problem. It's the same beer, different problem. Maybe this next round will solve them. Or maybe the answer's down after. Of a cool life, patient, and some friendly conversation tonight with some brand 
Jake Owen shared a new song called One by One. And this house ain't just some two by fours. It's you by me on the back porch watching the sun. Whoa, oh, holding on tight. Taking these days and nights one by one. And new albums out today. Chris Jansen released his new album, All In, which features a collaboration with Eric Church. And Miranda Lambert shared her new album called Palomino. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Bobby told us a few weeks ago about Oceanside police officers giving out cash at local gas stations. Well, they're back at it again, but this time they're showing up to random grocery stores with $100 gift cards and just giving it to shoppers there. And they have no idea it's coming. And then people are there and they're like, what? Are you serious? And the police officers are like, yeah, here's a hundred bucks. It all started because a family made a donation to the police department saying, hey, pass these out for Christmas. And then they eventually donated another $20,000 to keep this project going all year long. Good thing the cops were there because otherwise I would think it was a scam. Everybody's trying to scam us all the time. Yeah. I would be like, why do you want me to use this? You can trace me? Yeah. This is a great thing, but I like that the the police are there. Yeah. Because then you believe it. However, sometimes people will dress up. At a basketball game earlier this week, maybe it was the weekend, when the Timberwolves were playing, a woman dressed up as a referee tried to was protesting, tried to get on Saw the that. tried to get on the court, and then kick the owner who they were protesting out of the oh game. Gosh, wow. these protesters are crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're not stopping. But anytime there's been a protest, Timberwolves have won. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's right. pattern. Yeah, huh? that's it. Uh, I love it. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Fair Harbor makes the world's most comfortable beachwear. Say goodbye to mesh lining. They replaced all mesh lining with their BreezeNet Boxer Brief Liner. It's softer than anything you've ever felt before. No more horrible chafing at the beach. From swimming to lounging to exercising, they're so comfortable, you'll never take them off. So you can now rescue your thighs and the ocean at the same time. All products are made from recycled plastic bottles. To date, Fair Harbor has recycled over 26 million plastic bottles. Fair Harbor makes products for you to enjoy the places that you love while also protecting those places too. It's softer than anything you've ever felt before. Fair Harbor's offering 20% off for everyone listening right now with the code COMFORT22. That's 20% off with the code COMFORT22. So head over to fairharborclothing.com and say goodbye to mesh lining forever. That's fairharborclothing.com. The promo code is COMFORT22. fairharborclothing.com. You do not want to miss this. It's time for Easy Trivia, the easiest trivia game in all the land. Amy. Question number one. Johnny Depp played Captain Jack Sparrow in what movie franchise? Pirates of the Caribbean. Correct. Easy trivia lunchbox. Life is like a box of chocolates. Terrible impression, but it's a famous quote from what movie? Forrest Gump. Correct. John McClane is the name of Bruce Willis's character in what movie, Eddie? Die Hard. Correct. And Morgan, who played Batman in The Batman, released in 2022? Robert Pattinson. That is correct. Nice job. You're all here. Nobody goes home in the first round. If you miss it, oh, you don't want to hear this sound right here. You've been boned. That means you're out. Amy? I forgot to put my tiara on. Put it back on there. You got the first points on the board last time. You're the champ. Okay. You got to win. Let's go to round number two. Amy, what's the name of the yellow canary on Sesame Street? Well, I mean. Oh, my. I didn't know that he was a canary. 
Is he a canary? Big Bird? Correct. Oh. Lunchbox, what's the longest running animated TV show in America, which debuted in 1989? The Simpsons. Correct. Eddie, Cartman, Kenny, Stan, and Kyle are characters on what Comedy Central show? South Park. Correct. Morgan, final question inside of television. On Blue's Clues, from Nick Jr., what kind of animal is blue? He's a dog. That is correct. Nice job. Everybody's in round two. Let's go. Doing some work today, guys. Let's go. Number three. Here we go. Presidents. What? Oh, Presidents. It's easy. It's easy. I'd like okay. to tell you, the, I hope you get this one right. Oh, that's Clinton. That's Bill Clinton. That's Got correct. It. I move on. Thank you. Oh, I was thinking Forrest Gump. Well, it's a little bit of both. He was you not a president. Like, okay. Oh, I know, I know that. Amy, who was the first vice president of the United States in 1789? John Adams. Correct. Lunchbox, what president is on your favorite thing? The dollar dollar bill, y'all. The $1 bill. What president? He doesn't have bills that small. Yeah, I, I Think use, about that. In your I, money clip, you don't keep that? No, I keep hundreds. <laughs> that's Benji's. Um, <laughs> I have no... I mean, I'll just guess George Washington. Oh, my God. Oh, that's man. Stupid. That's correct. Oh! Eddie, what famous document was signed in 1776? The Declaration of Independence. Ooh, that's correct. Morgan, the Liberty Bell... Has a distinctive large what on it? Oh, it has a crack. That's correct. Let's go. You're wow. doing the work today. Woo-hoo. You guys are killing it today. Next round. The category is <laughs> networks. What does MTV stand for, Amy? MTV. Music television. Correct. Lunchbox, what does CMT stand for? Country music television. Correct. Eddie, home box office is better known as what? HBO. Correct. Morgan, what streaming service would you find Stranger Things on? Netflix. Let's go! We did it again! We're all in, Eddie! All right. Okay. Amy, how many yards? We're going to do distances. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Measurements. Units of measure. How many yards does it take to get a first down in football? First down in football is how many yards? Ten. Is that your answer? I think so. No, no, no. Take, take the marker out of your mouth. Yeah. Yes, ten? Yes! That's correct. Golly. Lunchbox, how many millimeters are in a centimeter? <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry, dude. So what? The, sorry, oh, Lunch. Man. That sucks. Why does it suck? Because that's hard. That's so hard. No, no, no. How many millimeters? Is it not? No. Oh, it's easy. Ten. Correct. Oh, why? Well, Santa. Santa. Santa 100, Santa. Mila 1,000. Do the, do the sitch there. I, I, mean, uh, I still I, don't know what you said. I just guessed ten. So it's, there's a 1,000 meters in a millimeter? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I, I have no idea what we just said. Mm. What was the question again? <laughs> a decibel is used to measure what? Me. No, not you, Adam. Sorry. It doesn't measure four-year-old Hispanic <laughs> guys. Stop. Uh, a decibel? Mm-hmm. That's audio. Sound. Yeah, I give it to you. It's sound. Sound. Yeah. Morgan, how many milligrams make up a gram? So dumb. No, it's not. How many milligrams make up a gram? 
Can I use the same logic that Lunchbox just used? I don't know. How many milligrams make up one gram? Well, Lunchbox didn't use logic, you I guess. It. No, but Bobby gave us yeah, some yeah, math yeah. there. and yeah. um, How many milligrams make up a gram? Ten. No, remember, well, that would be Milla, Milla made You've been boned. Oh. Milla's a thousand. <laughs> so Milla's a thousand? <laughs> I did, we said that. So mill is not a million? No, no. See, it's I was sentence. listening. There's just too many numbers. That's what I'm saying. I'm so confused. I can't hear it. Okay. <laughs> so what's the answer? 1,000. Okay. Okay. Well, Morgan, I'm sorry. It's all right. <sighs> Amy. Yes. English. We're going to do languages here. <laughs> English is the number one most common language spoken in Canada. What's the second? French. Correct. Lunchbox. Guten Tag is good day in what language? Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Mm, trying. Uh, German. Huh? German. Correct. Yes! Come on! <laughs> oh. Eddie. Come on. Arrivederci is goodbye in what language? Arrivederci. Oh, because you did the arrivederci, give me Italian. Correct. I tried to hit both of them. I and like it. It's tough. Uh, Amy, we're about to oh, run out of categories, okay. so we're just going to okay. go back to pot, yeah. potluck. Okay. Oh, What's the most played sport in the world? Soccer. Correct. Football. Lunchbox, what's the highest grossing movie of all time? Oh, man. That's been fun, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's impossible to know. You've seen it. I've seen it. It's definitely not Fast and Furious 9. You've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that one. I mean, <laughs> the only one that it could be then, gosh. I've seen it. I mean, I'll guess Forrest Gump then. You've been boned. It's impossible. Ugh. No one knows that. Yeah, I, I no guess. One has. Titanic? Let's see. Avengers? Avatar. Oh, I oh. thought it got beat out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, lunchbox is out. Whale? Yeah, actually, you made us go see that movie. Yeah, that was terrible. I've never seen it. Was it terrible? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Eddie, yeah, who's was the up. most streamed rapper of all time with over 50 billion streams? Gosh. And if you missed this, Amy wins again, and she's on quite the streak. Gosh. She needs to go to Jeopardy and do like a heat check if she wins this one. Most streamed? Mm-hmm. Dang, dude. I don't know, so I'm just going to guess Eminem. You've been booed. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, Eddie, huh? Hey, my phone I'm not here getting loose. Well, Eddie, you've really, as my stepdad would say, you've really S the bed. <laughs> you say that? Yeah. Keith, you say that? Who was the answer? Who do you think it is? I would say Jay-Z. Dre? Drake. Who's Dre? Dr. Dre? No. Dre. Streaming would be in the streaming era. See, impossible questions on that. That's hard, man. Amy, you win. Good work. Eddie, arrivederci. Arrivederci. Goodbye, my friend. Uh, But also, guten tag. (laughs) So what's the score of this season? You have two. They have none. Wow. You knew that, Amy. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. 
I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Lincoln from San Antonio. Hello, Bobby. Oh, I have a joke for you. Why did the sheep cross the road? To get to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, kid. Appreciate that. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, can't believe we have to say this, but don't tape your mouth at night when you're going to sleep. <laughs> Why would you? Why? Who, who's ever? Yeah. Well, people are seeing it on TikTok because some TikTok users claim that putting tape over your mouth before bed will force you to breathe through your nose, reducing snoring, dry mouth, and improving oral health. But- oh, not bad. I'll make a note here. Tonight, <laughs> I fall forward in just that one thing. No, 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 because experts say under no circumstances should you go to bed with duct tape over your lips. But why? What, does it not work, what people are saying? Yeah, mouth taping doesn't solve that. And if people have been prescribe this in any way shape or form there's like this special tape and there's like a way to do it and it could be dangerous doesn't solve these problems so don't do it i tape my butt shut sometimes oh that's no you do not (laughs) saw it on facebook it's even worse than tiktok it's like one layer worse of of people advising you things all right what else it generally costs between fifteen thousand and sixty thousand to license a song for a movie tv show or video game but there's one song that costs way more than that Okay, what song do we hear in the movies a lot? That would like I, I would think the Rocky song, but that's only for Rocky. Yeah, you know, dun, 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 that's we are the champions. Ooh, that's Queen. good. A lot of classic rock. I would think it. Yes, I would think it's got to be something classic rock, and it's got to be something upbeat and like overcoming yeah. type music. Is it? Uh, I yeah. I some might say that. I mean, it's the most expensive song to license, and it's been in l- a lot of movies. So okay. clearly, it's worth paying the price tag of over five hundred thousand dollars to use it. Wow. ACDC's Thunderstruck. Can you sing it? I can't. That's why <laughs> I was know. like, I, that's why I kind of played off. I, I don't know if it's that. Okay. It's, uh, see, How do you think it goes? All I have is Highway to the Danger Zone. No, that's not, not even them. You're thinking, I'm on a highway <laughs> to hell. That's ACDC. Oh, okay. That's why I had that in my head. I'm Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. that's it? Here. Thunderstruck. <laughs> yeah. She grabs her ears. Thunderstruck! <laughs> yeah, 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 Thunderstruck! Why is this I've such heard a this in movies. I blew my voice song. out just now. Yeah, it was in Varsity Blues. It's been in Thor, Iron Man 2, Battleship, Deadpool, nice. Daddy's Home. Oh, even Daddy's Home was in <laughs> I definitely had my ACDC phase. I'm still kind of in it. I love ACDC, but I had a fate. I was listening to everything, even like the old Bon Scott stuff. Wow. The Bri- Obviously the Brian Johnson stuff, but I, w- I became like a fan fan. They're really old now. Yeah. But. You been. Thunderstruck. Yeah. And there goes yeah. your voice. Again. And I just call- I paid myself 50,000 bucks for that. <laughs> All right, what else? Well, speaking of music, oh. there's a song that turned 27 years old this week. It was released to radio in 1995, and it topped the charts for two weeks. Is it Thunderstruck? <laughs> it's a country song. Oh. And it's from- Is it Thunderstruck? <laughs> nope. Shania Twain, Any Man of Mine. Any Man of Mine, no matter what the Shania posted a little video about it saying, 27 years of telling men how it's going to be. Happy anniversary, any man of mine. Okay. 
There you go. That, that one doesn't make me feel that old. Some it of them doesn't? I feel really old. No. If you'd have done, whose bed have your boots been under? What is that? That's probably older. Yeah. But, right? 30 years or something? 95. Is that Are older? They're the same year? Yeah. But maybe uh, first single? Who knows? I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> All right. Okay. Is that it, Amy? Yep. But maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Poor Gus has had a rough couple of years. He had a tumor removed. And then earlier this year, he had to have a leg removed because it had another tumor. Well, he's with his family down at the river when Gus the dog sees a baby otter in the water struggling, looking like it's going to drown. Gus doesn't know that otter. Gus jumps in with his three legs, swims, gets the otter in his mouth, swims back to the shore, and they take it to a wildlife rescue place, and the otter's going to be okay. And they said, without Gus... That otter would have drowned. A dog holding an animal wow. in its mouth very softly. We talked about this with the baby ducks, remember? Yeah. Yes. And they say if you put an egg in a dog's mouth, he knows that he needs to be gentle with it. He and will. And you tried that. And then I tried that with Stanley, and he crushed the egg <laughs> in about one second. I want to try that with he my dog. He would have killed the otter. <laughs> yeah, the otter. First of all, Stanley can't swim. He's a bulldog. Second of all, if he'd have gotten the otter, it would have been done. That's a great story. I love that. How wholesome. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We do this morning corny segment every day at this time, and it started off as really just a joke because it's so dumb. And we were doing it every day just to give people something funny to hear and move on, like 30 seconds. Well, and again, we don't actually think the morning corny is super funny. It's just something stupid and corny. (laughs) Well, they did our TV commercial for our radio show, and they lead with the morning corny. It makes us look the dumbest show ever. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. They made me do that. They're like, listen to the Bobby Bones show. And Amy's like, what does a karate pig do? Pork chop. No. They're like, listen to this. And I'm like, (laughs) no. That's like five seconds of our show. And we we do it as a kind of a, like a parody almost of, oh. And so I had. So they're changing it, right? I sent Scuba a note. I was like. This is not who we are. We think it's funny, but th- people aren't going to come to the show for this. You get this anywhere. And it's like, that's what you get every morning. <laughs> oh, it's, ta- it's a- Amy's doing like a pork chop. But it's oh, like- no. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I told you guys they were going to make us do cheesy stuff. <laughs> I'm embarrassed from yeah, us I was embarrassed for us, myself. too. I sent Scuba Steve and like I a dissertation. I was like, all right. It's like that cartoon. Uh, Typing away. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, this. So we're going to try to fix it. But that apparently that's what they think Whoa. we should be. Well, then why don't we do it every hour? Hmm. You imagine no. every fi- oh hey gosh. every five minutes <laughs> the morning call. Oh. Uh, let's. But I do like this segment. It's just not like what when you ask people like, hey, what's what's that show about? They don't go, well, they're corny jokes that they steal from the internet. That's what we do. We steal the joke from the internet. Sometimes I rewrite them. Yeah, those. Are, yeah. All right, let's go over and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What's a pregnant lady's favorite spaghetti sauce? What's a pregnant lady's favorite spaghetti sauce? Prego. <laughs> that was the morning she corny. Finally, does a good one, and that's after I do that whole rant. <laughs> that's that's like the best one you've done forever. <laughs> Want better skin from your body wash? Try Olay Body Wash with skincare super ingredient collagen. Olay Body Wash hydrates for healthier looking skin in just 14 days. From dry and dull to firm and radiant. With Olay Body, you feel fearless in your skin. The Friday Morning Conversation with Luke Combs. What's up, buddy? What's up? You know, with you, it's interesting because we don't 
you're not a guy that's uh, always out and about. You like to live your little private life, and I respect yeah. that. Yeah. And then you come back in, and it's always good to see you. So what what have you been doing the last few months? Man, just getting getting ready for this kid, dude. Is that primarily <laughs> what's been on your mind? Yeah, I mean that, and you know, getting ready for this. I've been working a lot on this album too, that's coming out, and um, so yeah, just to that between those two things, I have only played maybe seven shows this year. I think so. It's been really light in that sense. But is that purposeful because of the kid and because of the new music, or? Well, I think it was just we did. You know, I I did a tour last fall that was supposed to happen two years ago, and then, you know, I was fifty, so fifty four shows in like four months, or five months, and uh, so it was like when we were done, there was just no plan to tour this spring because it was like we know we had to work on the album and. The kid wasn't in the plan for that. You know, that wasn't part of the deal, I guess, you know. And I know a lot of people are asking you about the kid, and I will for mm-hmm. a second as well. Uh, was this a timeline? Like, we were going to have a kid at this point? No, I mean, we were, I mean, we had been trying since we got married, you know. So it was like, whenever it happens, happens was kind of the plan. Um, so it just happened to be, you know, kind of in the middle of that tour. And so it it's kind of ends up being. Perfect, perfect timing in a lot of ways. I'm going to ask you a few questions about this, and mm-hmm. then we'll move from it. But I just have some questions to somebody yeah. who, because we're talking about this now in my life. Mm-hmm. How did she tell you? Have you shared that? I don't think I've told anybody how she she told me. Um, did she, you? Okay, you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm yeah. not even going to pressure you to say it. Did she tell you, or did you find out together? How about that? She told me. Yeah. And she your reaction out. was? Oh, cry! I cried a lot. Yeah, I was very excited. Can you remember that moment pretty vividly, or does yeah. it kind of black out? No, I remember it very vividly. It was on the bus. She told me on the bus when it was just me and her on there. Um, I think she had been on a trip with some friends, like a girls' trip type thing. I think they went to Sedona. Is that a place that sounds fancy? Yeah. I don't even know where it is. Is that a place that people yeah. go? Yeah. Yes. Wine? Is there wine there? Uh, yes. <laughs> maybe. Is that a wine place? Yeah, I don't know. It's like like Redneck Napa, maybe. Or something. I'm not sure. You're asking the wrong guy. Um, we didn't have that in Arkansas. But they went. They went there. Her and some of her friends. And I guess she found out on the trip. On that trip, which, if it is a wine place, is really unfortunate because she probably didn't get to do anything <laughs> after that. So. <laughs> so, at what point does that start? That you're going to be a dad start to creep into your creative process when you're thinking? Because as someone who is writing or thinking about writing, and you're yeah. coming up with ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, you are basing a lot of it on your inspiration. Yeah. It, when does that start to creep in? Well, it really hasn't yet too much because, a lot. I mean, every song that's going to be on this album is was written before I found out. So there isn't – I don't have the, like, dad – But are you thing. writing now? Have you written any songs? I haven't. I haven't. None. I'm just kind of waiting. I'm just kind of waiting. Like, I feel like until he's born, you know, it's going to be the – I feel like that's going to be the moment, you know. There's not many songs you can write about, like, cleaning out your guest room and, like, buying diaper trash cans and stuff, you know. <laughs> I think you could do it. If anybody could, though, that's right. I, I think you'd have, a, you'd have a way of doing that. Uh, for sure, yeah. I love it. Yeah. You mean Diaper Genie? Yes. Yes. Diaper Genie. Yeah. Shout out. Sponsor me. <laughs> These things are not cheap, man. Holy cow. Uh, uh, Luke Combs is here. And so... The album comes out June 24th. You've put out mm-hmm. two songs from yep. this new record, uh, Doing This and then Tomorrow Me. Mm-hmm. So is there some sort of strategy as what songs you release 
first and second from the album or like fast, slow? Like what happened yeah. there? I think doing this was, man, we were just kind of, I don't want to say like hanging on for dear life, but it's like we, I really loved that song, you know, ever since, since I wrote it and, you know, we debuted it on the CMAs last fall, uh, which was really cool to get to do that. Um, but there was no plan yet for an album, like for the album at that time that that song came out. I mean, we knew it would eventually be on whatever album was going to come out. But it was like we had that song, it was done, and we really loved it. And it was like, well, it's just time to put something new out. And so then we'll just – that will just be the first song from the album. But it, when it came out, that was never that was never the plan. Um, and then Tomorrow Me is just a song. I, mean, I just love the way it sounds. Somebody, a fan had asked me that on on uh, Twitter the other day. I don't I don't know if it's going to be called that forever now that somebody else owns <laughs> a it. Tesla Witter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tesla or, or Twesla. Uh, Twesla, <laughs> that's it. But yeah, they asked me like, why did you put this song out? And I was like, I don't know. I just like it. You know. It's just there's I don't know. It's sometimes I think like I, I did this as a fan too. Was like I always try to like read into what somebody's doing. Like what's their what were they thinking? Like what does this mean? And I'm like sometimes it just doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? And like not in a bad way, but it's just like I really loved that song and um, I wanted to put it out. What's the? It's funny you say that. But what's the most fun song that you've ever written and recorded? that really had the least depth on purpose. Does that question make sense? Yeah. It's that. It's fun. It's just for fun. We just were feeling good and we did it. Yeah. What is it? Um, I was probably loving on you, you know, and it's just like sometimes you're you're in the writing room and it's like, okay, sometimes you do have this really heavy thing that you're thinking about that you can't stop thinking about that you have to write about. And then sometimes, you know, it's like you get in there and it's like, hey, man, let's write a damn hit song today. You know, like it can be that simple of a conversation. Um, but and a lot of times for me, a song like Loving On You, I'm always thinking about I need something that I feel like is going to be really great for the show, for the live show. Because um, that's kind of always been my focus is like, you know, I don't want to have, you know, it's like obviously, you know, I've just put out doing this and Tomorrow Me, so it's going to sound, you know, probably ridiculous. But I try to not have too many slow songs. But so, man – Something about a sad song makes me happy, you know? I don't know why. Same. Yeah. When I'm listening to music for myself, right. I'm, I always pick slow songs. Yeah. Like I, just, there are not a lot of yeah. up, upbeat bangers that I'm like, all right, I got some me time. Let me listen to yeah. some. Yeah, let me listen to some. Let me get in my feels to some beer and I break my heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke Combs is here. Uh, being such a prolific songwriter, I wonder when these cases continue to come out where folks are going, all right, this song was written in 1971, and it looks like you know this person stole this song. This mm -hmm. is happening all the time, and mm -hmm. a lot of people go, "Well, there are only so many chords and so many notes, mm -hmm. and, but endless ideas." Sure. How do you protect yourself from that? Because any song you write, almost just mathematically, yeah. is going to have similarities to other yeah. songs. Yeah, I mean, I think I don't think that you can really. I mean, in the sense of you just got to write stuff and. You know, if that happens, it happens. I mean, it hasn't happened to me, knock on, you know, um, which maybe tells you that I don't steal people's stuff. Um, but I don't I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's bound to happen to me at some point. Um, and, yeah, there. I mean, I think you are bound to step all over something that somebody else has done, you know, intentionally or not. I mean, um, it's a tough, though, man. That's a tough thing because it's just like – 
how many songs get put out every day? 20,000 songs every day, I think, get put on, you know, the streaming services. So it's like eventually, I mean, how many songs is that a year? I mean, millions. Yeah, it's just mathematically. It's, it's just seems, if there's only 12 notes yeah. or something, you know, that you can do. I mean, obviously, that's not – there's, you know, an endless amount of songs that probably sound really similar to each other. Well, like in – I guess by 2002, I wrote a song called uh, Getting Shoved by Other Dudes, and it goes, Because I hate it getting shoved by other dudes. It sounds a lot like loving on you. That's all I'll say. <laughs> mm. Might see that one in court. Yeah, might have to court. go. I'm and, interested. Yep, I'm, I'm just saying. Well, you yeah. got your first just case. Just floating That's that true. out Perfect. there. Perfect. And you know, obviously, Perfect. too, it's whenever a song becomes massive. Sure. Because then it's a target, sure. and it's like, oh, we make right. a little money off that. Yeah. I just, you know, it just feels like you have to be protected. And mine is nothing like yours, but... I write comedy songs and jokes, and I have to have insurance that if I do get sued, libel type. Yeah, well, not not even libel, but if I do get sued because someone said, "Hey, you stole a melody from this song," like I have insurance Uh, up to a certain point. I would imagine a premium on like your stuff would be crazy. You know what scares me about it, and maybe saying this is just the worst idea ever because it can be invented now. But me and my guitar player talk all the time about at what point is there just an app. That you can play it into to see if it's been and how go, much of it. What percentage mm-hmm. of this that terrifies me, even if it's unintentional, you know? Because then you're getting into things where it's like, oh well, here's some song, yeah, that came out in 1980 that was a that no one's ever heard. It just something that no one's ever heard, and they go, well, you, it's too close to this thing, even if you've never even heard that song. But then what I would do is I would interesting. I'd debate. find the limit. Like I say, it was 19. percent I would steal from the greatest songs 18 percent purposefully. <laughs> So I could no. see. I would you find a way it around it. Yes, right. I would actually. Right. Then there'd steal. be some definition of how much. Then I'd be like, <laughs> didn't hit the limit. What are you gonna yeah, do? That's true. I'd say, sue me, and they couldn't. <laughs> and they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't. Well, Bobby, who was it? Is it Ed Sheeran that is now videos every writing session that he does uh-huh. to, to have to proof? go? Yeah. Look, he said, "This is us organically coming up with this." It's just fascinating to me. I that, have my, this whole album on video. Not for that reason. Do you guys watch it sometimes? You and Nicole just sit around and watch it? I hate it. Like me watching myself makes me absolutely cringe. Like anything. What about a live show? Do you watch your live shows back ever or listen Mm -hmm. back? No. Game tape? No. It just, God, just would cringe me out, I think. What about posting live performances? Do you post them or do you have somebody else? Uh, I have somebody else that does that if, if something like that comes up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it's just, I don't know. It's just strange, you know? I understand. I don't listen to the show and I'll get some, because the Opry will let me post any of my stand up that I do there and yeah. I'll watch it and I'll be like, I don't like how I said that word. I look like an idiot. <laughs> and my wife will be like, that's pretty funny. You can, I'm like, mm, I don't yeah. think so. I slur. I, but it's like, it's not for you. I guess it's not for us to like, you know what I mean? Like, because like I don't. The intention, yeah. like, we are the only person in the world that can't watch our show and think about it, you know, objectively or whatever. What's what's on the goal list for you now? Like, I wonder what, oh, what drives you at this point to be yeah. a better version of yourself. Sure. Let's keep personal out sure. of it. Sure. Because you have big, big From things there. From a music standpoint. For, yeah, professionally. What drives you now? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll, you know, always wanting to write better songs, I think, is the, t- the top thing for me. Um, and I think... I don't, you know, I don't know if that's, if you can even do that or what, I mean, um, but I don't know. I just want to have a long career. I think now at this point is like, you know, I've been doing it for, I don't know, for five years now or four years now on kind of 
in an official sense uh, of like having a deal and putting stuff out and playing shows and doing stuff like this. And I would just like to continue to do that, you know, like continue to be in the conversation for like the people at the top of the genre. I think for the next, you know, 10 years or 15 years, I think is something that I would like to do, you know. Whenever – do you order Uber Eats to your house ever or Uber Eats or like Postmates? We, don't, we you know, don't have that. It doesn't come out that far? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing yeah. like that. Uh-uh. What about if you're in a city? Do you ever use Uber, period? Do you ever put your name to. on an app, I guess? No. It's like I, I'm like – it's never – I don't think I've ever had a, like an instance where it's happened where someone's been like – I've had like where the all of a sudden the person delivering it recognizes me, but it's not like my stuff was in there. I like I'll order Uber Eats or something to like or Postmates to like a hotel or. But your name's not. It's not delivering to Luke. No, it'll just be like like you can just put like L C as your name on there or whatever. Guy who wrote "Loving on You." Yeah, (laughs) or that, or even that. Yeah. If you're out, what? Again, I'm going to go a little personal here. What's your daily drive around car? Uh, I drove a Ford F two fifty here today. That's what. That's what I kind of. Are your windows tinted? The front ones are not. So what? do people ever see you and then go, "Holy crap, there's Luke Combs." Let's let's follow him. I don't think it's ever been like follow like I, the, where I live. It's like it's a smaller town. It's like an hour from Nashville, so everybody just knows that I live there. You know, I've lived there for three years now, and so it's kind of like. I don't want to say they're over it, but they're just kind of over it, you know? Like what about like, oh, if you're cool. in town and you're at a traffic light? Yeah, it happens a lot. They point like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. Um, but I just hate the tinted windows thing because I feel like at nighttime I can't really see super well. Out of That's the probably a better reason to not get the tinted windows thing, if you, you know? can't see. I don't know. It's like, I, it's like I've just – it used to bother me a lot. Like it took me a long time to get used to – like the fact that people – like I always felt like people were staring at me or something like – um, and that took me a good, I don't know, it was like up until, I guess up until COVID happened, it really bothered me. And then afterwards, like I've just had two years to just like kind of just bathe in it, you know, you just kind of like understand that this is how your life's going to be for a while um, or maybe forever. And so I'm just fine with it. Like it doesn't bother me at all anymore. Your transition has been rapid from yeah. dude mm-hmm. to really famous dude. Sure. I mean, you feels like you've been here 20 years with the success yeah. you have, but like you said, it's been four years or so. Mm-hmm. Can you go and just have dinner at a restaurant? Yeah. You can. Yeah. Without getting in a corner or a bo- – like can you just yeah. go in and be like, yeah. oh, we like to have a table? No, you have to pick the restaurant. Like you have to like – you know, I the, I the first time I ever hung out with Ed Sheeran was at the Twin Peaks in Brentwood. <laughs> True story. <laughs> It's a true story. How'd Which, by go? the way, Twin Peaks is a chain. Like it's like, like a Hooters. It's a Hooters yes, yes, thing. yes. Well, he had hit me up and was like, "Hey, you know, it's like, let's hang out, whatever." And he, that's where he told me he was, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I'm on the way. It's like me and my wife and stuff, and I was like, "Hey, man, just checking that we're going here." He was like, "Yeah, yeah, dude, we're here. Come on." <laughs> So get in there, and it's like all of a sudden, dude, the people start coming up, coming up, coming up. And he's like, dude, I'm really sorry, man. Like, no one ever bothers me here. You know, and I was like, dude, you've taken me into the beehive, dude. This is – Twin Peaks is your wheelhouse. This is 
you like if you if I took you to a wine bar, people would be and I'm like, dude, no one ever bothers me at this wine bar. <laughs> but then you showed up, it would be different. Yeah. This is the same thing. Like if you the only thing that would be worse would be like, hey man, do you want to go sit in the stands at a NASCAR race? You know, he's like, no one ever bothers me here at the NASCAR race. No one knows who I am at the NASCAR race. You know, because it's just not his, you know, his crowd is not at that place. You know? Were you able to finish a meal or did you guys have to jump and go somewhere else? We, we, I don't even think we ate. It was like they, like him and his buddies were there and they had already eaten. And then we ended up going somewhere else. Like, I think, with, I think it was like Thursday night football. He calls Derrick Henry one dread because he doesn't know his, like, he doesn't know any. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, I like the Titans because I like Nashville. Like, if I cheer for an American football team, it's the Titans. <laughs> but he doesn't, like, know any of the players' names. And it looks like he only has one dread coming yeah, back. Yeah, has, like, the big yeah, dread yeah, yeah, coming yeah. out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. funny that he took you yeah. to Twin That's Peaks. his favorite player, though, is, is Derrick Henry. Yeah. Whenever you win an award like a Entertainer of the Year award, you know, you get – I mean, very few select people get three, four, five, six of those. And mm-hmm. then – you kind of start to get so many of them, and even though you're killing it, people start to go, well, he's already had it so many times. Right. I feel like now a little bit you've had such success. Like, are you preparing yourself for not actually going down in any way, still going up, but people going, we've already given Luke all the awards. We have to go somewhere else. I kind of I feel like I'm there a, b- a bit already, you know? And I feel like that's made the – like, not that I've had a bunch of entertainment. I've only had one, but it's like – it's kind of like you become – it's like the same version of the town that I live in. Is people are like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, Luke Combs and he's really famous and that's cool. That's, you know, like especially when they see me out. It's like when it's like – I don't know if, if, you know, I don't have kids yet, but, you know, when you get a kid a toy, they still have their favorite toy and then you get them a new toy and it's like they love the new toy like crazy. and Oh, my gosh, I love this new toy. And they still have a bunch of other favorite toys, but they're not as excited about them because of the new toy. And not that I feel that way at all, but I think that happens a lot. I mean, you know, look at a guy like Luke Bryan's been around for ever. The guy's done everything that you can possibly do, and he's still like insanely famous. You know, it's just a you're just at a different. You're almost like you've reached cruising altitude, and you have to keep the plane up there. As opposed to you're not making the climb anymore, which is a whole different thing. I think the Luke Bryan analogy is great because, yeah, he continues to kill it. And people yeah. just forget him for stuff. It's just like he's just insanely killing it all the time. Your stadiums that you're doing, I mean, mm-hmm. look at you. There's only a few acts, period, in any any sure. genre that can play a stadium. Yeah. And, you know, to play 70, 80, 90,000. Like, Crazy. that's wild. Do yeah. you – when these things go on sale, do you go look at tickets on these and click each section, and or is it a different? No, animal? I, I never have. I've never done that for any show ever. Like I've never gone and been like, "Oh man, how many tickets are we doing?" You know, you don't say, even ask. I'm never. I'm not like a chart guy. Like I'm not calling like, "How's the song doing on the charts?" You know, like I don't know. Like I just find if, like if you're playing, I don't know. If like if you're playing for the end result, then it's kind of. You know, you miss the whole game. You know what I mean? Like, if you only care about winning. Did you ever have a time in your career, though? And I'm sure you did. I guess I'm asking which. what was the last yeah. point where you go, Dang, I can't believe there weren't that many people that showed up. Because it's been a while because you caught. And when you caught in clubs, they couldn't pack enough people in clubs. You couldn't. Yeah. 
get a venue that fit you because the timing was always weird. You were growing faster yeah. than the shows were happening. Yeah. And the only time I was ever worried about it was our first show of the tour last fall. It was two, we were doing two nights in Raleigh and the whole tour had been sold out for two years, but it was like, okay, COVID was still going on at that time, really. Um, and it was first show is indoors. We were like one of the first acts in the country to like tour inside, especially on that level. 360 stage for the first time ever, center of the arena. No one on my crew had ever done that before. I had never done that before. And I'm sitting in the green room and I'm like, you know, I remember Ashley was out on stage and it's like, I McBride? Kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kind of popped out and I was like, ooh, it's like, it's looking a little thin out there. And I was like pretty nervous about it. You know, I was like, I mean, these tickets, people bought these tickets two years ago, you know? I, like, I don't remember what I was doing two years ago. <laughs> what if they bought What if they bought the tickets and just forgot that they have them? And now I've got 40 shows that I'm going to do that people don't even remember that they want to go to because it's been two years of insanity. And then, of course, when I went out there, it was just absolutely packed. I found out it was some sort of, like, metal detecting thing or something. Stupid they, security. I hate it. Don't you guys? <laughs> yeah, what, a, what a waste. Where they like couldn't yeah. get people in fast enough. They were taking something. bombs from people. Oh. <laughs> Just let them in. <laughs> no, but I, I was, I was, I was, I was worried about it. Cause, cause you just don't know. No one had toured inside yet. This was the first show of the tour for us. Every show we had done up to that point for, you know, in two years had been outside for a few months and it's like the tickets are two years old. So I didn't know, you know, it's not like everyone calls me and goes, hey, man, see you there. It's like I get 25,000 text messages of like, can't wait to see you tonight. You know, it's like you still know. You know it's sold out, but you don't know if those people are going to show up or not. And I think, I mean, scans have been tough for people the last, I mean, since since it came back. But, I mean, I think we averaged, I mean, I think the worst night we had was like 90% of the people showed up. That was the worst night we had. Pretty good. Just pretty good. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna end you with this, and it's something. And again, the scales are way different. But I'm doing shows here in town, like comedy shows, and like a motivational thing. And there's a story that I'm gonna tell that I've never told before, and I struggle with getting emotional telling it. Mm -hmm. I I've never told it without crying. Okay. And so my my concern is, I'm going to get up in a show, and I'm going to have such emotion that I'm and that's okay. I'm, I'm great mm -hmm. with it. I'll have emotion. Be yeah. fine. That I, it'll be a struggle. Have there ever been songs, or do you kind of they get emotional, but you play them so many times it starts to not be as emotional? Is that ever happened with you, where yeah. something triggers you and you get yeah. emotional based on a memory? Yeah, it's it like for me, it's more like it's especially during like even though I'm leaving, you know, um, and not that that song is like it doesn't have like an insanely personal thing that resonates for me, um, but there's always somebody in like the front row that is just like devastated like and it's they're right there and it's like you're looking at them and it's like there's like people holding them and they're like you know they can't even like look at the stage kind of thing and like that's what i struggle with the most is when it hits somebody else in that way and i'm like seeing that i've definitely gotten that way before this one's for you has gotten me a, a bunch of times because i play that one by myself acoustic um, especially at like milestone type shows, you know, like we did Red Rocks on like on Mother's Day. It was like our first time playing there. It was sold out. 
my mom was there, my mother-in-law was there, and it's like, you know, a whole like family. Everybody wants to come to the Red Rocks thing. It's such a unique thing, and you know, my first, um, you know, first stadium show was in the town that I went to college in. You know, and so there are just these milestone moments, and that song always kind of hits that for me because that's the song that really, for in a lot of ways, for me, sums up like I had just moved to Nashville when I wrote it, and it was like kind of thanking everybody for like helping me get to that point you know and so that one that one strikes me a lot too well the story i tell is the first time i met you and i start crying so i'm gonna do it and it's gonna be amazing <laughs> yeah. right guys good yeah. luck yeah. yeah i'm gonna be like <laughs> he just <laughs> i'm getting choked up now <laughs> <laughs> all right listen luke combs is here he's gonna come back we won't see you for a bit but the new album uh coming out in a couple months april may June. yeah two months yeah two months mm-hmm. luke will be back in a couple months but dude thanks for the new song uh good luck go lukecombs.com and um, that if there are any tickets anywhere, that's where you go and find them. Other than that, killing it. Love to see you when you come around, and I yes. will see you soon, Thank my you friend. Appreciate it. All right, there he is, Thank Luke you. Combs. You got to save money right now. I get it. You get it. If you're a small business, you really get it. And inflation is not doing you any favors right now either. So it's harder than ever to stay profitable. But if you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. You know, here at the Bobby Bone Show, we like simple and easy. That's why we use Stamps.com to send out prizes and our mail. It could not be easier for us. You're going to love it, too. No matter what business you're in, Etsy shop, eBay shop, big warehouse, Stamps.com can help you save on shipping. You got a little internet business. That's awesome. Stamps.com is the mailing and shipping solution for you. All you need is your regular computer and printer, no special supplies or equipment. So stop overpaying with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code BONES. For a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no long-term contracts. Go to stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page. Enter the code BONES. Stamps.com. eBay, Etsy, whatever you're doing. Stamps.com. Enter the code BONES. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So last week, Scott named Eric was picking up his son's guitar at a music shop. The shop's owner, John, had heard that Eric's son had some health issues. So he said, hey, I fixed your guitar. I'm not going to charge you for the repair. So he said, hey, take 40 bucks. And he said, nope, not taking the money. So he said, hey, I'm going to go buy two scratch-offs with these, this money I was going to pay you. And if I win, we're splitting it. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Lunchbox can barely contain. Yeah, yeah, He's got his hands covered in his face already. He's freaking out. One of those games was a $1 million winner. Oh. And just an hour later, boom, they went, won the money, and they split $650,000 wow. for taxes. But why would you split it? Why would you say that? Like, I, I'm, listen. Well, first of all, he said it and then didn't even have to go and actually go through with it. But he did. But he did. <sighs> And that was after taxes, right? Right, but he was probably just okay. saying it, it joking. It before taxes, but I think they meant after taxes. Okay. Yeah, I, I think they're probably joking, like, oh, I'll split it with you, ha-ha, and then it does, and it's like, hey, man, you really going to do that? I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. I was just joking, man. That was a joke. Like, I didn't write that in a contract. Like, nope, sorry. You probably just never say it. Never. Never tell someone, like, oh, No, you- no, you do it. No, I, I think don't- you're missing my point. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, let me start over. <laughs> because I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying if you were to do what you're saying the shady way, you just never say it. Yeah. yeah. You don't go back and be like, well, I'm just a contract, man. 
But I've if never you're doing it the right way, you split it if you say you're going to split it. Yeah. Do you guys believe in the good karma, though? Like, because he said this, maybe the, as Lunchbox would say, the lottery guy. No, I don't believe that. Okay. Not a big believer in karma, generally. Because there are two sides to karma, right? Yes. Okay. And I also think if you are just a good, positive person, naturally you're attracted and other good, positive things are attracted to you. I don't think it's a balanced system of earth or things bigger than earth catching up and hmm. keep, keeping score. So I think it's generally what's orbiting your world because you keep things orbiting your world. You can kick something out too. That's what I think karma is. I believe he had good intentions, so he was gifted. I don't think it made him any... Because <laughs> I have good intentions. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you definitely don't either. <laughs> That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's talk to Courtney in Arizona, who's on the phone right now. Courtney, appreciate you calling. What can I do for you? Hey, uh, morning, studio. Morning. morning. So um, I have kind of like a weird question. Um, I I know this guy from work, and we've met once. Our first date was supposed to be your million-dollar show. And we've just bought tickets to come to your little residency in June. So I guess that's going to be kind of like our first date. And I know the vibe is a little different from, like, the million-dollar show to your residency. So just wondering, I guess, what we can expect for our first date. Well, that's weird. Are you flying across the country for a first date together and staying in the same hotel? What Before that part, like, what's happening between you two on this first date? When you say what's happening between us, I, I need you to be more specific. Oh, okay. You're both in Arizona and you're both flying to Tennessee. We are. So okay. we work at the same company, but his schedule is a lot different than mine. He travels a lot more. So that kind of deals with why we haven't been able to, like, connect a lot. Are you flying so together? We'll traveling. No, I don't think we're flying together, but yes, we are staying together. In the, sa- in the same hotel room? In the same hotel. Yeah. Did you, did you go two beds or one? Well, we're discussing that, actually. He texted me this morning to see, like, what would be more cost-effective. That's, well, a, that's get... a good way of going. Yeah. That, that's a great way to, <laughs> oh to approach it. There's, no, there's difference. no difference. What I would say is, <laughs> for you, if I'm just, I would say, hey, if we're going to share a room, let's get two beds. Yes. Because you don't have to stay in the two beds if you don't want to, but you may want to. Mm-hmm. And I would just have it there. Especially, listen, I'd get two rooms. But if you're not going to, get two beds and then do that. And you didn't think... Him coming back to town. And listen, I'm glad you're coming to Nashville for these shows, right? I hope people come and watch my my comedy show, a little motivational talk. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. Central today, by the way. But did you not think about doing something in Arizona and not having to worry about the hotel thing? So we've met up. We've had lunch and dinner in Arizona um, briefly. Again, like he travels a ton. Um, and my schedule is a little out of his. What we really have connected through is the Bobby Bones show. So that's why it's so important to us, I guess, and it's just so fun for us. I love that part of it, and I'm glad you guys have that. Man, it's just a long ways for a second date. But if you already feel like you like the dude, you're an adult. You're doing adult things. Okay. One bed. I just have a safety valve somewhere in case it went haywire when you're in a whole other state. I feel better now that she said they've done like quick lunches and dinners because I thought, wow, okay, you went from a date in January and now you're not having another date until June and you never even had the date in January. It just seemed like a long time to not know someone or do anything. And then you ought to be sharing a room. Two beds all the way. 
it, but they're again they're adults. Mm-hmm. I know adults they're do adults. Adult things. It's not. I'm not talking about the adult. But what if you like you oh, hang out and you're like, oh my god. Sounds like the beginning of a Netflix special where somebody gets <laughs> right disappears. Um, uh, the, the shows are going to be very. They're going to be funny. They're going to be motivational. They'll have do a little music. I have musical guests. It's just going to be kind of like a variety show. But you'll have fun. I promise you. And I'm glad you're coming. And when I look down into the crowd during the show, if you will just do like, a, I'm safe. And if you're not, just do that hand sign Amy taught us from TikTok that you're in trouble where you hold your palm up and your thumb over your palm and then turn it to a fist. If you do that, I'll come down and save you from the audience, okay? Got it. But if I'm safe, I'll be like an umpire and like safe. Yeah, oh, that's good. It's a good sign. I'll look down, you do safe, and I'll know we're good to go, okay? Sounds great. Thank you. All right, Courtney, bye. Now I'm I'm going to be thinking about her the whole time I'm on stage (laughs) looking for her, hoping she's safe. Uh, By the way, if you guys want to come to the show, I'm doing some shows here in Nashville, residency shows, so I'm staying in the same place, but you guys can come. Get tickets at 10 a.m. centralbobbybones.com. I'd love for you guys to be here. Okay, let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A little late because of the dance party, but let's go. A chef cancels the reservations of diners who show bad behavior online. The chef of a restaurant admitted he cyberstalked people before they came to his restaurant to see what they'd been up to, social media... Any trolling. Interesting. Hmm. And if he said, I don't like that, he just canceled a reservation. Weird. Hilarious. His right, his chef, his yeah. chili, his beans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's from the New York Post. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Lil Nas X, who had unattended down to the old town. Yeah. Back day. He's announced a tour, and he wants the Wiggles to co-headline his tour. Oh, wow. And there, they're like, we're down. Of course they're down. <laughs> The Wiggles make so much money, so I don't know that it's an easy, of course, you're down. Really? Because they can headline and oh. do arenas. Yeah. yeah. Or big shows for But kids. this is a whole other audience. Yeah, but they're making less money. Yeah. You know, they're not 12. So, but that should be fun if it really happens. That's from NME.com. That is, uh, that'd be a funny show. And if I, if I get there, though, and I'm like 25... And I like love little Nas X music. And I got to sit through the Wiggles for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but nobody cares about the opening act. Nobody cares about the opening act. That's true. A Minnesota couple who played the lottery on their first date win $66 million. <laughs> oh That's from UPI.com. Oh, my God. An unidentified couple from Minnesota who started their relationship playing the lottery has become the state's first Mega Millions jackpot winner. They went and got a ticket together as a fun part of the date. And they hit. I'm going to throw up. For $66 million. That's crazy. No, no, no. Like, they spent the day scratching off tickets and eating pizza, and that's the date, and that was... <laughs> I don't play the lottery, really. I don't Ugh. at all. But you tell these stories so much that it makes me want to play. Well, there are two reasons. One, because I know they drive Lunchbox crazy. <laughs> totally. I know. It's, and it's hilarious. <laughs> and then two, the lottery has a great PR team. Yeah. They find these great stories and send them out because what it does is it makes people like yourself who's just... Kind of, eh, yeah, give or yeah, take. I don't care. Sometimes you give. I know. So do they split that 50-50? They're married now. But they did, yes. Oh. But they got married. Wow. Yeah. Um, we should all just start playing because could you imagine if we win and he doesn't? You only want to do it to spite lunch. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Really? Like, if really? we all, we should just go in, we start playing, see what happens. I found some old scratchers yesterday Ugh. that I didn't check and won. What'd you, how much? Yeah, how much? Um, 66 million? No, no, nothing like that. But it was in the hundreds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> when I was doing the whole bit about, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I was, we were cleaning out a bunch of stuff. I was actually looking for Eddie's gift card he gave me. I can't find it. Did anywhere. you find it? You no. didn't find it? Great. Oh. Nice. It makes me feel better. You're welcome. I'm like uh, Lunchbox. I'm going to throw up. Teenagers' brains start turning out their mother's voices around the age of 13. Tuning out. Is yeah. that what it says? To, uh, turn that it. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the study finds from Daily Mail. So your daughter will turn away from you. Your, her brain will almost feel like it's turning away from her and from you if you start talking. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Age so of 13. Sad. Your daughter's 15. Yep. Do you feel it now? I mean, I feel like sometimes she's looking at me and she's even said, okay, mom, you can stop talking now. Like she just says it. So. MRI brain scans were used to show how the, the brains literally almost look like they're turning. The brain's not turning, <laughs> but it does react in a way that looks as if it's moving. It's interesting because I, my daughter had therapy yesterday and I sat in on like 20 minutes of it to specifically talk about communication and how I want to connect with her and what's the best way. And I don't want to come across as lecturing or nagging. I feel like when I'm talking, I'm nagging. And so we were working through with the therapist how I can show up better for her communication-wise. Because I really do, yeah, I feel like I'm not getting to her. <laughs> because she's adopted, is there some therapy that is recommended for her? Yeah. Until, I guess, until what age are you supposed to do it with her? I don't do it with her. Oh, I, you don't? I don't always. Okay. I popped in on this one. Got it. For, for 20 minutes. Every once in a while will we'll be a part of it, both of my kids. But most of it is just them, and it's their relationship, and we don't – they get to say whatever they want, and we won't ever know. It's like their space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, dog breeds uh, – this, this story made me sad. I'm be honest with you guys. Uh, dog breeds that live the longest, Jack Russell Terriers are expected to live around 13 years. Yorkshire Terriers, 12 and a half. Border Collie, Springer Spaniel, Crossbred, and Labs, all almost 13 to 12 years, right? And they have the shortest lives, and the English Bulldog is at number two on the shortest life. Oh, That's what yeah. Stanley is. I know. It makes me so sad. Uh, French Bulldogs have the shortest life at under five years. Those what? are the expensive ones? What? That's Isn't that wild. crazy? That's People wild. are paying so much money for... They have to stop making these dogs. Yeah. I, I have an English Bulldog. I got him. He was super sick. We, we nursed him back to health for sure. And I love them with all my heart and soul. But they just shouldn't breed these dogs. They're so unhealthy. And I don't know. It makes me sad. It's seven years, three months for an English bulldog. Pugs, American bulldogs, and chihuahuas are the ones that all live the shortest lives. Dang. Race well, playing R.E.M. Everybody yeah. hurts. <laughs> I'm, just like, on the air. I'm just thinking what a legacy, though, that you've already created with Stanley and his children's book. Like, he'll live forever. Well, like... Mm. In yeah. a book. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Christina Aguilera uses video games to decompress in the I Felt That story of the day. Yeah. That's what I do, too. I'm having a crazy day. I got a lot. I'm being overwhelmed by 74 things. I need to go play Madden or NBA 2K. That's it. That's good. And Caitlin, if you're listening, I need to play five <laughs> hours sometimes. And I need to have my friends on headset, you know? Uh, so that's from The Hollywood Reporter. I appreciated that story. Peacock has added 4 million subscribers. Peacock is on the way up. That is NBC streaming platform. So a lot of it, they say, is because people have come onto it because of the Olympics, the Super Bowl, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that new show. But that's from the rap. But Peacock is on the way up. And then finally, in sports news, oh, I'll give you two more stories. James Corden's leaving the Late Late Show, which is an announcement, yes. But late shows, and I used to have a dream of doing a late night talk show. Now it's not even late night. You just be on any time. Because who stays up to watch stuff? Who purposefully? People listen to us live because they're just in the car and they happen to have us on. 
Otherwise, they listen to us through a podcast or everything's be- becoming on demand at this point. Uh, but James Corden is stepping away. It's going to be after nine years. So here is a clip of his announcement. The Saturn news is I've decided um, I've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be this will be my last year hosting the Late Late Show. Hit. Nobody cares. They're like, ah. It's five people. Yeah. Bring out Maroon 5. <laughs> um, he's very talented, though. Uh, so that's happening. And then finally, last night was the NFL draft. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, took the big Georgia defensive end, Trevon Walker, number one. I waited around to see where Traylon Burks would go at number 18, the Tennessee Titans, my guy from Arkansas. That's cool. Yeah. That's coming really, here? Yeah. Really cool for me. Yeah. Because that's like, that's my dude, and he's going to play here. So. Uh, pretty pumped about that. The Lions took Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. Uh, the Texans took the cornerback from LSU, Derek Stingley. And Sauce went to the Jets, another cornerback. But there you go. It's good. Appreciate that. Love the draft. Won't watch the second round. Nah, we're pretty much done yeah, now, Yeah, I'm good. Right? I did the first round. I bet. I bet on eight picks last night. On DraftKings, missed all of them. Yeah, I'm, I was 0 for 8 on that one. Yeah, it was a bad night there. All right, that's what's up. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Tractor Supply can help you make the most of your property or yard. Whether you're working on your garden or you're ready to upgrade your outdoor kitchen, you'll find everything you need at Tractor Supply for life out here. Visit your local store today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you think you might have Lyme disease, or is someone telling you you might have Lyme disease? I don't think I have it. Actually, I talked to a doctor. My chances of having it are slim, but he said it's better to take precaution. What happened? And Did you... I just feel like you talked about freezing a tick in here. Yeah, so I've never had a tick on my body. I've ever, ever. No, I've like my dog has had a tick and I've had to remove it before. And I know that, well, at least from what I know, you light a match and burn it out. So that way it's hot and you stick that in the butt. So that way it wiggles its way out a little bit. And then you pull it with tweezers. That way none of the tick gets stuck inside of you. That's interesting. We grew up in the woods. We just pulled it out. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I always knew to do. And, but I looked in the mirror uh, the other day and I was like, did I get a new freckle on my arm? It's just kind of what I thought. I'm like, well, that freckle popped up fast. And then I look closer and it's a teeny tiny little tick. And of course I'm freaking out. And like then a I, seed tick? Do you know I, the difference by any chance? Don't know the difference. Mm. I still have the tick in a Ziploc bag in my freezer though. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Googled case. it just in case because I know of people that have Lyme disease and they got it from what they believe to be a tick bite. Right. Like I know two people in it's my life. serious too. Man. Yeah. yeah. I have one girl I follow. She documents her whole journey on Instagram and it's like, what? It's, it's crazy how it's altered her life. So of course I Google, what do I do with this tick? Thank goodness I didn't flush it down the toilet like my first thought was, but the internet said, hold on to it in case you need to have it tested. So they said, I have no idea if this is right, but put it in a Ziploc bag, put it in the freezer. So that's where I currently have it if I need it tested. And then I talked to our friend Kevin, that's a doctor, and he was like, hey, I'm just gonna call you in some doxycycline. He's like, if I got bit by a tick, that's what I would do. I would just take seven days just to knock it out, better safe than sorry, because symptoms won't show for possibly up to 30 days. Well... And, good good and, luck. And if you don't have any symptoms, I guess you're just worried about because you saw the tick and you well, didn't, you weren't around many ticks growing up, right? Right. But I'm not, I still have 
20 something more right, days right. where symptoms could pop up. And it, it, it was on my left arm, but then over on my right arm, the same symptom that I'm left with the itchy bite mark that's left on the left arm. I have two on my right arm and one on the side of my ribs. Well, so I think it crawled all over me or multiple oh. ticks. Which is but listen, don't don't freak out. out. Don't freak out because again, I've probably been bitten by ten thousand ticks. Oh, I already called the company. I'm like, come spray my yard. That's okay of, though. I never want to see a tick again <laughs> in my okay. life. Oh, that's fine. That's good. But okay. it, just don't freak out because odds are you don't have Lyme disease, right? So there's no reason to spiral and and do just take a breath. Shania Twain had it or had it real bad. Yeah, you know she had it. She was horseback riding in I think Virginia in like early two thousands. And then she got bit, and then she took a break from performing. Her vocal cords it affected completely her vocal messed cords. up. Yeah, you're I fine. Just, uh, you're fine. Uh, okay, well, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't want you spiraling anymore. I've had ten thousand tick bites. I've had ten thousand tick bites, <laughs> and here I sit now. Okay, I just kind of thought, ugh, you know, save it though. All good. Right. This segment's called City Folk Gets Bit by Tick. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Let me take this call from Chris in Virginia. Hey, Chris, appreciate you calling, buddy. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. So, Esther, when you did your your mailbag this morning and you were talking about the the two young girls that were stealing uh, food or whatever from a store. Yeah. Now, Lunchbox said that he would have been like an accomplice trying to make a diversion so they can get away. Before I before I go into that, let me state by Lunchbox is my man. There's a few things I disagree with him with, but this is one that I got to call him out on. Lunchbox is the first person in the world to call a cop. Yes, so because he not, wants to be a hero. You do. Yeah. You call the cops a lot. He loves no, I life. call the cops when like serious things are happening, when there's a fire, when someone is you know, in a domestic violence situation. No, no, no. You call the cops when you think there's a chance that that might be happening yeah. somewhere. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Not that you, you just want to be on the news. I do, I, I do. I think his point is why not call the cops and try to get on the news there if you see two girls stealing? Uh, no one's st- no one's call- no one cares about a couple little burritos or sandwiches from a sandwich shop. Okay, that's not making the news. It's not newsworthy. Even the sandwich shop doesn't care because they put the orders in front of the counter saying, "Hey, anybody, come take these." No, that's well, what that's they say. Not what they're saying. <laughs> okay, Chris, what? Go ahead. Yeah, but lunchbox, you're going to call the cops on your neighbor about a stupid car that's been there for however long. It's true. No, no, no. it's not a stupid car. It's but been it's broken. It, it's no, harmless. it's no, no, no. It's been broken down in front of my house for at least a month and a half, two months, and my wife comes home with the kids, three kids. We have street parking. It's hard for her to park across the street or down the street, have to make sure there's no cars coming, control the kids crossing the street. It's an inconvenience. For a month and a half, it's been a broke. I agree with you that that yeah. shouldn't be there that long, a broken right. car. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I'm on your team, though. I don't think Lunchbox okay. should have made light of these girls stealing food and go, I'd do it, too. I'm the one that told you guys that this is a thing. You can do it anywhere you want now. You want credit? No. You want ribbons? <laughs> I do. I want credit props what? because you guys, oh, no way. And I'm like, yeah, you can. What about the inconvenience to the bottom line of the people that are running these restaurants? I mean, they're that's money lost. That's People have to go remake everything. The ingredients, the food, all of that costs money. It's not an inconvenience. Yeah, well, then have a better system. Okay. There, well, there you go. I, ta- I told them they need to have a better system. They don't want to listen. Who's they? The restaurant. Which I've been to a bunch of them. So all you've sp- you, we were speaking <laughs> oh, to all wow. restaurants everywhere. We yeah, if you, you put your to-go orders just sitting out in front of the counter where no one has to check and like, hey, confirm it's you. That's on you. That's a hole in your operating system. 
<laughs> but you could fix that as a consultant? I can, for a fee. <laughs> He's a restaurant consultant. Can you imagine somebody hires him? <laughs> Do you want to hear Lunchbox going to customer service and suggesting an improvement to them? Yes. Where did you go with this clip? Uh, I was at a big store. It has groceries. It has... Um, Home goods, it okay. has, Got you it. know. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And so you go, and what was the reason that you wanted to do because this? Because I was waiting in line at the cashier, checking out, and it was like three people in front of me, and I was just like, man, this isn't cool. This isn't the life I should be living. Because you are? A celebrity. Okay, here we go. Here's Lunchbox going to the customer service. How's it going, man? All right. All right, man. Well, I just want to, I want to give you a suggestion. I want to, I'm going to help you win Employee of the Month to help okay. improve your store, okay? okay? All right. Next meeting with the manager, you should have a celebrity-only checkout line yeah. so celebrities like me don't have to wait in line. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's you know what I'm saying? Idea. You know what I mean? Yes, because yes. when we're in line, you know, everybody's looking yeah. at us and they're like, oh, should I ask for an autograph or whatever? And it's just like, if you can okay. get celebrities in and out quicker, it'd be a lot better. You know what I mean? Okay, well, thank you, man. I think you should yeah. suggest that. And I mean, it'd be great. So that way, when I come in next time, I'll be like, man, my man Dave came through so celebrities don't have to wait in line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, celebrities shop too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to shop too. Why did he not ask who you were or... (laughs) I think he was just keeping it professional. I think maybe that's what his job requires him to do that. And so he was being very respectful, didn't want to, you know, make an inconvenience, make a scene. So he was just like, that's a great idea. So hopefully next time I go in, it'll be celebrity only line. You know how they have self-checkout? I don't think any celebrity would want to go through that line, real celebrity, <laughs> because everyone would notice they were going through the line and then go and hassle them. No, because they'd get in and out real quick because there's no line. Not a lot of celebrities are shopping at one time. Normal people, yes. But maybe one celebrity at a time in the store. And you still feel yeah. like you're top 25 People in celebrity. Yeah. Did you have your kids with you in that clip? Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> the whole family's there. You went and did that bit with all your kids. You didn't I, hear I the can't baby. help it. It happened when they were there. I didn't know I was going to have to wait in line. I, this was an organic thing. It happened. I was like, man, let me go take care of this. Like Are you embarrassed thing. when you have to do? We do have a segment, and I don't know when we're going to do it, but we do have Lunchbox's cringiest moments. In oh, a loving good. way, we've, we've compiled them. We can do it next week. Oh, boy. I have a lot of cringy moments. Well, to you, they may not be, but to us, it's like, oof, he did that. <laughs> yeah, like that clip right there, yeah. I cringe. I'm like, what are you? Oh, what is cringy about that? Saying that out loud to someone. So, do you want to do next week Lunchbox's cringiest moments? Yes. yes. Do you want to do it, Lunchbox? That's fine with me. Okay. I want to know what you guys think is cringy. I didn't think that was cringy at all. <laughs> That's weird. That's I, weird. I, I, yeah, was, I, I weird. even felt weird about it. <laughs> I was fixing a problem. Uh, coming up today, 10 a.m. Central, tickets go on sale to my Bobby Bones No Bad Words comedically inspirational tour. Uh Going to be here in Nashville. If you're coming from far away, if you're here already, get tickets 10 a.m. Central today at bobbybones.com. It's two shows in June. Would love for you to come. There is no COVID restrictions. The site says, like, negative test. Or, none of that. None of that exists. We're just, we're rolling. And so you want to come 10 a.m. Central today at bobbybones.com. Get your tickets, and we will see you there. All right. Thank you, guys. The Ram 1500 exceeds all expectations with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, digital rearview mirror, multifunctional tailgate, and a panoramic sunroof. So if you're thinking about switching trucks, now is the perfect time. Learn more at Ram.com. That's Ram.com. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from North Carolina. A man walked into a dollar store, robbed it at gunpoint, and left. Next day, he's like, man, I feel bad. So he went back to return the cash, but they called police and he was arrested. I mean. What? You mean what? Well. No, no. Go ahead. Amy, go ahead. Speak your mind. Maybe there's some leniency. 
Maybe. In the sentencing. Yes. Yes, for sure. You still get sentenced. For sure. You still did wrong. But, I mean, one day later, you're feeling bad and you go return the money? Good for him. That's, yeah. How about just tape it to the front door, like, overnight? No no need to turn the money with your ID. Like, okay, here's my money. I'm a driver's license guy, in case you're wondering who I am. Uh, Okay, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. On the phone right now is Eric, who lives in California. Eric, what's going on, buddy? So, Bobby, I had a question. Uh, Can we get an update on Lunchbox's Uber situation? Yeah, we sure can. So, Lunchbox has and had the haunted doll. And it's cursed him for 30 days. And in one of the curses, it seems, someone's hacked his Uber account. Yeah, the doll hacked my Uber account. Somebody did. Well, whatever. It sent my information to someone because I log in and 44 charges over two days to my Uber account. Your theory is it's the curse of the haunted crying boy doll. Yes, because I had that crying doll in my house and I said, curse me if you may for 30 days. And guess what? That's not like bad, Tony the Tiger. That's well, bad stuff <laughs> started great. happening to me. So Lunchbox called the Uber customer service line just to ask if they could help? Yes, I had to explain to them what had happened, and I needed it fixed. Hi, Uber customer service. How can I help you? Yes, ma'am. I'm calling because uh, I was looking at my Uber account, and I haven't used Uber in a while, and I think that the crying boy doll has hacked my account because there's 44 charges over two days. Okay, 44 charges over two days. All right. And you have not used Uber? No, I haven't used it, and I think the spirit of this doll that has been in my house, because my wife, I asked her, she hadn't used it, I haven't used it, and the only other person that could have access is the doll and the spirits that it possesses. Wait, are you saying a, a doll? Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, like the, I have this this crying boy doll, and I burned it, and I even told it to curse me, and now bad things are happening to me. And the day before, like the day after I burned it, I have 44 charges on my Uber account. So it's obviously this haunted doll that's been living in my house. Okay, um, can I put you on a brief hold for a second? <laughs> yes, that's fine. Okay. I'm surprised she's so interested. And she just doesn't hang out. Well, she's calling the cops. But she's also like a doll. Like she's into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, here is after the hold. Back on. Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, thank you for waiting. Um, so tell me about the doll again. Yes, so it's called the crying boy. I was given to it was given to me at work. And I had to take it home and I had to do all these challenges where I told it, hey, curse me for 30 days if you're real. And then to get rid of the spirits, I burned the doll in a fire pit. But bad things have been happening. Like there's 44 charges on my Uber account. Okay. Um, all right. I, I'm, I'll take a look at your account. Um, that does seem fraudulent. I, I might need to ha- call you back to uh, have another department take a look um but i but what i can't i can't guarantee that it's because of your doll yeah and make sure you tell that department that it was the like i I, the spirit of the doll is out to get me okay i will um do you have a contact information or anything yeah you can call me back it's this number yeah Yeah. okay we'll do our best over here at uber to give you some help all right thank you very much I felt like you were more interested in telling her about the doll than actually getting your charges fixed. <laughs> right. Would you just kind of call and went, hey, I've been hacked. What do I do? Yeah, but I wanted to make sure that she understood, yeah. like, it wasn't me. I was trying to tell her who it could have been because, you know, when the fraud department gets it, they're going to be like, well, who could have done this? And so... The haunted doll. The haunted doll. For sure. Yeah. Uh, that's the update. Thank you for calling, and we'll let you know whenever it's all fixed. 
Thanks. You guys have a great day. All right, buddy. There you go, Eric in California. Anything else happened with the doll, though? Uh, nothing else has happened with the doll so far. We I, are, we I was are... reading about it. They wait for the big finale. These dolls wait for the big finale. Oh, like man. in the last couple days. Don't say that. He's not done? Mm-mm. Oh, man. There's going to be a big finale. I don't know when and where. How do they know 30 days? They just... They... Well, he, ta- he told them. He talked to them. I know, You but... said what to him? I said, curse me if you may for 30 days. I know, but they, like, keep a calendar. Oh, they got an iPhone. <laughs> Who doesn't have an iPhone these days? <laughs> okay. Uh, tickets to my show, they're... Well, depending on what time zone you're in, they're either about to go on sale or they're already there. But if you want to come to Nashville and you want to come to my comedy show slash motivational talk, get tickets now. Just go to bobbybones.com. It's right up there. Easy to find, Morgan, right? Yep, right there, bobbybones.com. 10 a.m. Central. Tickets there. Get them while they're hot because in about an hour they won't be hot anymore either because they're sold out or because nobody wants them. So only now get them while they're hot. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. On Monday, full band performance from Chris Jansen. Goodbye, friends. Let's go. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.